The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly, live from the National Field Days at Mystery Creek. Sort your mobile plan now with NetSpeed on Gold Sport. The 1960 Rome Olympics, and I'm pretty sure that was the late Charles Martin making that call. Murray Helberg winning gold in the 5,000 metres. And as I guess a young boy, he probably would have listened to that commentary. Rod Dixon joins us this morning. Rod, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And I, yeah, um, I, was, I was 10 years old, 10 years old. But, um, you know, and I was already connected to running. Um, and, and uh, of course, uh, my my brother John, four years older, and my my dad were were great inspiration. And I remember that they were listening to that uh, radio commentary, unbelievable. And 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 the journey has just been incredible. And back in in that day as well, as a ten year old, you had the likes of Herman Peter Snell, Murray Hilberg, Peter Snell, John Davies, Barry McGee. They were icons, weren't they? Absolutely, absolutely, and at and and at thirteen years old, when they had the Rothmans four by one mile uh, relay around the country with the Oregon runners, uh, uh, Bill Bowman, who of course went on to co-found Nike, uh, and when they came to Nelson, uh, all us kids, you know, we went and bought our tickets, and we were, I think, the first in the stadium that the whole. Uh, Trafalgar Park was completely sold out, completely full, uh, and we watched the uh, New Zealanders win the. And then we kids went to the outside the hotel Nelson and stood there for an hour and a half waiting for the autographs for when <laughs> they came out to go for dinner. And 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 Murray uh, always loved that story. I told him that we stood there, and uh, and then. That was in 1970 when I when I met him, and uh, and then of course in 72 he came to my room in Munich and wished me best wishes for my first race, my second race, and my third race. And on the third day he came in and he looked at me and he said, "There's a medal there for you today," and I thought, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Fantastic. So over the years, um, Rod, did you did you sort of stay in touch with Samari? Oh yes, definitely. And and um, that was something that when I came to Auckland, we used to go to. He had a fabric shop on uh, Dominion Road, and we would always go and say hello to him. And and of course, I'd be going around. And I remember John Walker came with me one day, and and uh, he said, "Why are you why are you touching all the the." Um, the, the countertop, and I said, because Murray would have touched this. <laughs> so yeah, oh. it's very, very interesting. And of course, then, then uh, through Sir Edmund Hillary, uh, getting involved with the uh, uh, the sports awards and the Murray Hilberg. In those days, it was called the Murray Hilberg Crippled Children's Trust, and uh, and and being involved in that, especially uh, with Sir Edmund and what he was doing with uh, schools. And that inspired me to one day uh, do something too. 
you know, a lot of people probably would not have realised that he actually had um, a disability when he was uh, when he was seventeen. He, he played rugby and got a, a pretty bad, obviously, a pretty bad rugby injury, and it left him with oh, yeah. what they call then a withered arm. Yes, yes, it was. I, I think a lot of people thought it was polio, but no, you're right. It was an it was a, a rugby accident that, mm. um, and it really he wasn't able to do very much uh, strength with it. And that and that showed, and I think Arthur Lydiard was able to adapt his training um, so that Murray was not at a disadvantage from not being able to do a lot of you know weight training and things like that, mm. like other athletes like uh, Herb Elliott was doing with Percy Sarati in Australia. Back in the back in those days, you know, when when Murray was running with all those great names, athletics was just to the fore in New Zealand, wasn't it? It was massive. Oh, absolutely! They would would fill the stadium. Mm. I remember when uh, and uh, Snell in Christchurch at Lancaster Park when he set the world record. Uh, it was completely sold out. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, track and field running uh, was just one of the uh, premier sports in New Zealand. Murray Holberg was the first Kiwi to uh, to run a sub four minute mile, wasn't he? Yes, the first first sub four minute mile. Incredible and. And, uh, and of course, I know that he knew uh, Roger Bannister, Sir Roger Bannister, really mm. well. And that was something that when I met uh, Roger Bannister, uh, and the, the first person he told, said to me, he said, now, how's Murray Hilberg these days? So he, he, Murray Hilberg was certainly a legend, absolutely a legend and, and respected around the world. And I remember when he uh, was uh, drawn to go over and train with Herb Elliott in Portsea in, uh, in Australia um, and and learned a lot about the skills of um, uh, Percy Sarati and beach running and training. And I think that showed the, how adaptive Murray was as a runner. Because Murray wasn't a big guy. He was quite a slight guy, yet he obviously had the stamina. I mean, to win gold in the 5,000 metres and gold also in the three-mile race, I mean, he obviously had a lot of stamina there. Absolutely. And, it, I mean, when you think, too, and we go back to how he ran the mile, and he was on the four-by-one-mile relay teams, um, and, and yet he, he was a gold medalist champion over uh, 5,000 metres, and also, he did run 10,000 metres. Uh, so he was... And that was the Lydiard training, the Lydiard principles and philosophy of training, where you did those long, slow runs, and, and then you did your build-up. And that's what really all of us, next generation, we learned from that, and we adapted. Or my brother, John, who's my coach, we adapted those principles... And we followed the books. We all we all had the books, uh, clean pair of heels, and yes. um, no bugles, no drones. Arthur Liddy's books, and so and then wonderfully, uh, Arthur Liddy used to come to our um, club here in Nelson and coach the coaches. So there was an incredible uh, passing down or passing the baton uh, to the next generation. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Rod, thank you for sharing those memories. His legacy lives lives on, of course, with the Helberg Trust and the Helberg Sports Awards. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Have a great day, everyone. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. 
And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.